party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, where we are quarantined in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, with, of course, the puppet master, Mark, who is driving us into the nether regions of all things that are COVID-19 in these days. Sitting next to him, my brain, my filter, my mind, the one who tells me everything I should know and say, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, while Herbert the Silent Deer looks on. Of course, sitting at the Party Foul Pub is the man himself, Party Foul. Steve Powell, who's going to be here to tell you all things that you need to know in terms of what's really going on in the news. But today's show is all about the vital essential workers around our country who are literally keeping this entire thing we call America running. The truck drivers, medical professionals, grocery store workers, they are truly the ones that are on the front lines of this pandemic. And if we were to lose their workforce, we would be in far worse circumstances. Now, when we talk about pulling essential workers out of the field, that's when we really see struggle, hunger, death. And I'm serious when I say that. These men and women on the roads, in the hospital rooms, those are the real heroes in all of this, not governmental puppets in Washington, D.C. that are positive that a thousand dollar check is going to cure america now here at the chad prather show our team is committed to making sure that the unsung heroes are recognized and receive the support that they deserve we know that the trucking community has its own network of communications and we don't even pretend to be a part of that world nor do we even begin to think that we understand the behind the scenes life of truckers and their jobs you have your cb radios and we have the power of social media and television so breaker breaker one nine who's got their ears on look i'm all grossed out looking for the 411 on a COVID-19. I'm out here looking for some motion lotion and I just passed a Mickey Mouse with a tricycle. Hey, come back. Seriously, I'm just kidding with you. We appreciate you. We may not know the ins and outs of your life, but we know when the shelves at the store are empty and we know when American life gets disrupted and interrupted and ultimately off the rails. Our truckers, are the lifeblood flowing through the arteries of America, and you keep our heart beating. So here's to you. We are thankful for the American companies that are going the extra mile to stay open, deliver food, provide parking, shelter, showers, bathrooms for our truckers. They're providing meals to the trucks and so much more on this episode of the Chad Brather Show, which, by the way, is the most supportive of the trucking industry amongst all shows on Blaze TV. So take that, Jeffy Fisher. We are going to talk about the unsung heroes of America and so much more. So stay tuned and let's get into it. Hey, losing your hair sucks, man. You know what doesn't suck? Keeping your hair. You can keep it. You don't even have to leave your couch. You can dress just like I am right here. You can keep your hair. Uh, if you're losing your hair, you got to know that Keeps is there for you, man. Keeps offers the generic version of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. That's the real deal. And the generic versions are going to save you a fortune when it comes to hair loss. It's simple. Just answer a few online questions, snap a few pictures of your hair, and a doctor is going to review everything, recommend the right FDA-approved hair loss treatment for you, and then it's going to be shipped discreetly to your door. You're probably wondering, will it work? Well, a whopping 66% of men experience hair regrowth thanks to Keeps. Losing your hair definitely sucks, folks, but there's something you can do about it, and I got a deal for you. Go to Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. Get your first order of Keeps hair loss treatment for 50% off. That's right, half off half off for a whole head that keeps that's keeps.com 
slash loss. Keep your hair. Keeps.com slash loss. Welcome back, folks. We're here. We're hanging out. Studio 22. Um, I got all dressed up for you today, Party Foul Steve. Looks like you crawled out of bed and came to work. Uh, that's pretty much what I do every single day. I was uh, I was expecting life. to get stopped by like the National Guard or police or something driving to the studio. I have my yeah. letter prepared from the blaze that lets me get through like everywhere. You uh, were looking for the popo, weren't you? I was, and there was nothing. You, you kind of wanted a story to tell. I did want a story to tell, but the story is that all the buildings are still being built. I saw construction workers everywhere. Mm-hmm. I drove by a lot of businesses that are still look like they're. So our up and friend running. on the radio, uh, my good buddy Chris Salcedo, the Chris Salcedo show. Uh, he was, of course, he had Attorney General um, uh, Ken Paxton on the show this morning, and of course, he was asking a lot of questions about what are the ramifications of these shelter in place orders that are happening. Uh, it's happening in a lot of counties around the country. Uh, specifically here at home for us, we've got some that are, some that aren't you. And I live, well, I live in Johnson County. You're just across in Tarrant County. Tarrant County now has shelter in place. Dallas County has that. Uh, Steve, did you ever think that you would be considered essential, like an essential worker? I'm I'm virtually non-essential at anything I do, but apparently the blaze or at least you think I'm essential. You now have a letter though. I do. You have a letter that says you're essential. But even in that letter i was i was reading it and it was it's it's a little funny okay well our listeners don't know what that means how's it funny it was just but the way it started it was not like to uh law enforcement or to the national guard or anything like that it was a letter to employees hey carry this and uh that's exactly right that's uh, the letter carry this letter and uh carry a paycheck stub and carry uh, you know business card business card yeah that's all you need you can make that up at home and print it off and say, oh, I'm so-and-so, though. You could. But they, it's easily verifiable. Yeah. I mean, they could follow you to the studio. They could. So, but I don't think that the law enforcement's really got a lot of time to be doing that. No, So it is so what it is. Here we are in the studio. I never leave. I just stay right here in the cave. I just stay right here on set. This is where I feel most at home. Right here. Boom. Saves me time and commute. Candice, this is where you live. You've lived here for years. I mean, why don't you have a bathrobe on? I, I'm still in the era of having like a little bit of life left in me. A little bit of dignity. But I do notice that you are um, without shoes today, which is very oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, man. I'll tell you what. When it comes down to it, look at the whiteness of those legs. It really shows up uh, in this light right here. Uh, there's going to be people that are going to come on here and they're going to make comments. They're going to be oh, my God, cover up those white legs. Okay. Okay, let's see yours, Adonis. Um, here they are. There they are in all their glory. Boom. Even clipped a toenail. Just one. Yes. Just one this morning. Man, I'll tell you, it's uh we I, I tell you one of the things, so much stuff going on. Uh it, it does my heart good when I'm driving over here and I have to take these interstates and highways and I see those trucks on the road. I see those trucks on the road. We did a post yesterday last night on twitter and on facebook saying hey if you have let's build a list of of companies that are catering to truckers that are staying open that are doing these things i've gotten a mixed bag of responses right uh i don't think you could be too cautious or too careful in terms of providing this information 
I think it's important. I've had some who have said, well, I don't know what you're, where you're getting your information from. I mean, all, all the truck stops I've seen are open. But then I've gotten other messages from people who say, this is the route I take. And, and there's a number of them that have been closed or maybe they have limited functions. Uh, I've read where a lot of times uh, truckers can't get stuff in the truck stops because there are people like you and me, Steve, who are going in there and buying all the stuff. Yeah. And so they can't get what they need because us yahoos are buying it and taking it home so it's not that things are necessarily closed uh many rest areas across the country are closed down there are certain exits that are closed that's the kind of information we're trying to get out there and i know you guys have a cb radio that is the greatest invention ever right uh i, I used to get on the cb radio when i was a kid just see who would talk back you know and but i mean that's you guys have your own network of communication i get that but what you might not know some of you is that there are certain companies <clears throat> that are um, uh, that are catering to truckers, right? There are certain restaurants that are out there. There are fast food places like McDonald's now. Even Mike Pence was talking about it yesterday, that McDonald's is now bringing food out to the road. Do they have a big long stick like in NASCAR to hand it out to them? <laughs> up the thing, you know, like they're handing Just put it on the little deal. Stick, hand it to them. But I, our some of our biggest podcasts, the ones that listen to the podcast, and I'm sure ones that some of them view it as well. But they're truck drivers. I get yeah. messages from truck drivers almost daily yeah. that say, "Hey, love y'all show." Well, and that's kind of what motivated me because I know how many truckers listen to this show, and we support you, you bunch of rednecks. We love you guys, and I say that with all affection because we're one of you. Uh, and and you are, thank God you do what you do. I've thought about it my entire life. I'm like, could I do that job? I just don't think I could do that job. I mean, maybe you probably uh, could do that job. I well, I used to have a CDL and I could drive, but yeah. uh, it's just one of those things. You have you have a passion for it, just like right. any, any other job. Right. You, them guys love the open road and be able to travel. I several people I went to high school with. They all drive trucks cross country. Yeah, and I've had family members who drive. Uh, we have good friends, friends of the program as well, folks who have been guests on here who drive. Our, our buddy Brian Bledsoe, yep. you know, he drives. And so, um, Trend Chat 24-7. <laughs> uh, you know, Brian Bledsoe, that's his little podcast he does. It's just great. And I mean, little in terms of its length. It's short. It's a big podcast. Yeah. But um, we have, you know, we have all these folks out here, and we want to do what's good for you uh, just by putting it out there, man. So I got, I learned a lot last night after putting that post out there i learned a lot about different restaurants places that are open places that are catering to truckers and there were specifics too like such and such restaurant and where certain food trucks were i was talking to some of my friends about you know do we need to set up someplace like say on i-35 where we have a food truck that's out there a couple of days a week or something like that uh, where guys have an access where they can pull in, they can park, they can turn around, they can do all of those things. Because you can't just drive an 18-wheeler through McDonald's drive through And it only takes a matter of minutes. Once that first truck stops in there and they're able to get on their CV yeah. and say, hey, if you get off on exit so-and-so and pull in there into that empty parking lot of the old whatever building it was or something, uh, they have a food truck just for us. Yeah. And 
Yeah, and I mean that's we're here for you in that regard. So we've been compiling that stuff. We're going to talk about it. Uh, you know, I've just kind of made up my mind. We're going to keep on talking about it because God bless our medical professionals. You know, these folks that are still out there. I saw the fire trucks out on the highway today. There was somebody that had stalled out on the side of the road. He probably should have been home, but you know, the fire trucks were out there. Uh, they were they were taking care of business and doing those things. And and there are just certain people out there that they can't take a day off, right? I mean, what we do, we are essentially non-essential in that regard. People could live without our banter. Yeah, we're we're just here to entertain you while you're out there doing your thing. You know that, and I mean, I got dressed up for you. I look sexy in this bathrobe. It almost looks like I'm not even wearing pants when you look at that wide shot right there, Steve. Quit looking at me like that. You look at me like you look at me like Joe Exotic's tiger looks like, at Joe. I'm just trying to decide: do you shave your legs or to just? No, there's hair there. Oh, it's just growing there's back. Hair there, from that key light sometimes kind of. I mean, they they are. Oh, look at that. I mean, it's kind of a sexy leg. I mean, kind of. Look at that. I got a little muscle there. Uh, yeah, it's the only place on my body where it is, and that's the only reason that muscle is there is because I walk. Yeah, I don't do anything for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, actually, I'm I'm I you know. I'm a sexy beast, Steve, at the end of the day. Yeah. Let's not talk about you. We were talking about our uh, healthcare professional stuff, and my wife's one that's uh, worked the last, I don't know, 18 days in a row. Yeah. And including the weekend and stuff. And now she's not direct patient care, but she's supporting, you know, direct patient care nurses in training and stuff like that. So it's Yeah, and Jade, you know, deal. Jade, she's a nurse practitioner, pediatric nurse practitioner, and her clinic is open. Uh, they're seeing less and less patients because they're not bringing in those, uh, those folks that – you know, don't necessarily need the well child stuff has been backed way off. Um, they have been recommending that you don't have the elective surgeries because they want to make sure that everything is available for any medical needs. Uh, you have a lot of companies out there like my pillow, our friend Mike Lindell, he started making masks in 95 masks, uh, not just the, my pillows. And <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting to see how this country, in many ways, is pulling together, banding together. Uh, the Senate finally came up just after midnight last night. Came up with a COVID virus bailout plan. We'll see how that works today. It should be signed by the president today. Did they, um, did they cut out all the BS that was in it? For yeah, the, for the yeah. We'll and, know what's in it today. Okay. We'll know all the things that are in it. But I was reading through the stuff that Nancy Pelosi was trying to push through on the original thing. And I was like, this lady is on crack. Yeah. I mean, and look, I I think it's taken a toll on everybody. But this was like a Christmas wish list for them. They wanted it, everything in there. That and from the other perspective, they weren't they weren't putting a lot of uh you know, rules and regulations on how that money was be, to be spent with these big corporations. And that has to be in there, too. Well, but. I pissed off the Twitterverse last night over Gerald, Senator Gerald Nadler. He's not a senator, is he? Is he a senator or congressperson? Anyway, he's a senator. New York. He's a swampster. Jerry Nadler. I, I can't get past how long his zipper is on his pants. Pulls his pants all the way up to here to his sternum. Well, and there, there comes a certain age you have to make that choice. Am I going to button my pants below my gut or above it? Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, hey, kudos to Jerry for losing 400 pounds through surgery. Senator, right? Congressman. I knew as soon as I said that wasn't right. I re- That shows you how much I don't care about Jerry Nadler. Uh, <laughs> his little, uh, he's like baby Yoda. Um, 
but he's they're proposing this bill that will give museums four billion dollars right they post this thing up there and i said i don't see how anybody in their right mind could vote for democrats because this is the thing of course everybody came to me well some of us in america like art and culture and history unlike you rednecks chad you that don't read and know words and you people who say elitists are dumb and i'm like okay give a lot of money to the museums do you and one guy says well a lot is a relative term i said do you give any money to the museums no do you know how much the the president of the of the metropolitan museum of art in new york makes every year a million point two dollars you know how much the uh you know how much the total package for the um finance officer for the met is 1.6 million dollars the curator that's in there the the director that's in there makes nine hundred thousand dollars this is ridiculous i you know and they're like oh but they have all this you know oh you don't care about history i do but you know oh you don't care about the seven hundred thousand people i mean how dare they keep the 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 uh cruise ships they're going to spend a trillion dollars to keep the cruise industry open but you don't want to spend you know blah 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 okay 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 let me explain something to you about the cruise industry cruise ships and i know that seems like a novelty it seems kind of weird but do you know what happens when somebody goes on a cruise? They eat out, they travel, they get on an airplane, they buy gas, they engage in tourism, they visit locations, they buy stuff. Not to mention the people that work on cruise ships and the people that spend their money to keep money in circulation. I promise you the cruise industry brings in far more money than the museum industry. Now, I might be wrong on that because I don't know the numbers, but I got a solid assumption that tourism does far more than history. It does. Are museums important? Are the people who work there important? 100% yes. But you're going to propose a $4 billion deal? To keep museums open? And he says, the museums have to survive the COVID-19. When in the hell did a building start getting a disease? It's not a disease. I got to quit saying that. It's a virus. Listen, taxes. Let's talk about this. That's one thing we all have to deal with this time of year. And as a business owner, it is critical to know all your options. That's why you should lean on LegalZoom.com. LLCs, DBAs, S-Corps, they all mean different things when it comes to paying taxes and limiting your personal liability. And there's a lot to think about. But with LegalZoom, you don't have to worry about doing all the legwork yourself. So to find the right answers, they're going to help you. They have a ton of resources to help, including their network work of independent attorneys and tax professionals they're going to provide the advice you need to ensure you're operating your business the way you want to and since LegalZoom isn't a law firm you'll save time and money while avoiding hourly fees whether you need to incorporate form an LLC or set up your business another way just use LegalZoom to maximize your business potential and make your accountant happy. Get your business on the right track for 2020 by visiting LegalZoom.com. Use code Prather for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com. Code Prather. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. We'll be right back to fuss about some more things.
There is a great article out there by the Daily Beast. Uh, the truck driver that truck drivers are America's unsung heroes. Uh, I encourage you to go get it. Daily Beast, thedailybeast.com. Uh, we know about the healthcare workers that are kind of giving that daily profile and courage. Uh, but there's there's about 1.8 million men and women out there who are on our highways, and I'm happy to see them out there you know a lot of us are just kind of huddled up at the house trying to stay home and not get sick and not share our germs with everybody or catch the germs everybody else has but you you got these uh you got these truck drivers that are out there they're on the roads man and what i said in the opening is true they really are the lifeblood on the highways which i think of as america's arteries you know when whenever you think about the country getting shut down all you got to do is look at the look at the highways and see that it's very much still uh alive the um, federal government just last week lifted the restriction that truckers are limited to only driving 11 hours a day if they're hauling critical medical goods, food supplies, and other materials. Uh, it means that a lot of them are driving over 12 hours a day. Yeah. Do you know there's a lot of husband-wife teams yeah. that drive trucks so they can swap? I guess they can swap off. One drives a while. and Yeah. There's uh, And you truckers, you all know who you are. You know how you work things. Y'all have, y'all have worked things for years and, and done them certain ways. And uh, the uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the federal government has cracked down over the years on different things. Um, but, you know, you guys are out there. You're listed to the radio. You're listed to the podcasts and doing all these things. And, uh, you know, we, we're here for you, man. We, we just want to have a good time with you and, and maybe make you laugh every now and then and keep you caught up to date on some stuff that's out there. Uh, but you're, you're on the front lines, and we do appreciate you guys, and, and we love you. We love you. We're praying for you. Get out of the way, folks. I need a you, trucker horn right now. Be uh, perfect. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah if you be- got your kids out there braving the, uh, braving the plague, you know, tell them to give a little – Give a little Remember that used to be right a there. big thing when we were kids. You, burr, 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 I love that, give man. You a little honk. Remember I guess that? they still do it, don't they? Yeah, they still now do it. Now you got to be careful sticking your arm up out at them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nowadays we just stick a pistol out the window and fire it up in the air a couple times, man. Yeah! <laughs> or I a little finger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, here's the thing, man. Uh, here in America and all the countries across the planet, they're all going to get COVID. Uh, it's just that the Chinese got it right off the bat. <laughs> but um, bump. I just want to see if you guys were paying attention I over there. At attention. The, at I the got that one helped. right off the bat. <laughs> to what? I got that one right off the bat. Right off the bat. You got it right off the bat. So uh, you got a lot of stuff going on out there, man. You got a lot of stuff going out there. What do you think about? Um, I, I think Andrew Cuomo who's coming out every day and giving his daily briefings there in New York. I, th- I think Cuomo, I have to agree with my buddy Glenn Beck on this one. Uh, we talked about it yesterday on the news and why it matters with Su- Sarah Gonzalez. I think Andy Cuomo, is, he's trying to be presidential. He's trying to come out there, look strong, look smart, intuitive. I think he's going to invade Milwaukee, I, take it away from Joe Biden. Honestly, my opinion on that is he's probably way smarter and is probably a more electable person than anybody running right now well he's very he, he's quite intelligent yeah uh eloquent in that regard uh give him that candace what you got well you know how uh rudy giuliani was forever known as like yeah. the guy who held new york together during 9 11 i feel like andrew cuomo for lack of a better word is trying to use this to yeah. like solidify his legacy because his dad 
also had a legacy and is yeah. really valued in New York City, and so he's trying to pave his own way in that regard. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's definitely, uh, it's a New York family. I mean, people recognize them as, as you know, icons of New York in that regard. I don't agree with them politically, uh, but you know, uh, Andrew Cuomo came out yesterday and he was praising the president and his response to a lot of different things. Uh, I think I think New York, and I won't get into this, but I think New York is kind of taking the cop-out road on certain things of not paying their fair share towards things that need to be you know sent back to the federal government but whatever you know Cuomo says well we can't afford you know to pay certain things why not I mean New York's massive it is the empire state so they are the the epitome of commerce anyway that being said uh you know it's weird so goes places like New York so goes the rest of the country so goes Texas so goes the rest of the country California in a big way is that I mean these are places major places of commerce major places of economy uh, we'll see what happens, but I, I'm just saying, I think there's a good chance Andrew Cuomo, he pops in and tries to take the whole thing from Bernie and Biden. I, I, he, and I think he could do it. Yeah, I think he could too. Uh, President Trump came out with an interesting tweet this morning. Do you have that, Candace, that we can pop up there? Let's, let's see. Okay, she's uh, quick. This was, was quick. His, this was his reaction to... Uh, Mitt Romney tested negative. Sometimes Trump says things. You have to understand the sarcasm and the humor. <laughs> this is really great news. I'm so happy I can barely speak. Uh, he may have been a terrible presidential candidate and an even worse U.S. senator, but he's a rhino, and I like him a lot. <laughs> that's that's great. I mean, he. Uh, I don't know that I would say it's great. Trump is an ultimate troll. I, I don't, yeah, this is one of those times where I'm like, okay, Donnie, reel it in. I mean, what time was that uh, tweet, tweet done? It was this morning. Was it last night? Was, okay, I saw it this morning, so. Some of his best ones come either really late at night or really early in the morning. Yeah. He probably dream, dreamt about it and woke up and tweeted it. And we're all happy that Mitt Romney tests negative. We want everybody to yeah. test negative. I mean, it, we got the news this morning that Prince, Prince Charles has tested positive. I blame Meghan Markle for that. I mean, she really is the downfall well, they of the like royal family and probably the, part of the reason for this COVID thing. She probably took it over there. That's what I was going to say, back and forth to Canada and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, Justin Trudeau. See, if I were Glenn Beck, I could easily put together a chalkboard chart on this and talk about Meghan Markle, her exposure, and then back and forth to Canada and all that stuff, and Justin Trudeau, how he tested positive, and now he's quarantined, and then they came back from – it's a whole deal. It's, it's really an assassination attempt on the uh, Windsors is what I think. <laughs> it's what I think. It's, it's the whole COVID thing – is is a chinese ploy and i think megan markle who could be a chinese uh agent uh could be sub very subversive now you're digging it's into in some of my crazy conspiracy yeah, theories exactly. and stuff that's I, I mean who knows what's going on are they telling us the truth i like what stuber gear says i can't believe those words came out of my mouth uh, I like what Stu says. Stu says, you know, they're kind of giving us the worst case scenarios because there's a broad spectrum of things that are happening and you really don't know how it could affect people. It's just all bad, right? Like the fact that I keep rubbing my nose like this. People are always like, why do you rub your nose? Because my nose, I have a little thing here that makes it itch and tickle. Oh, goodness. It's a long nose. Look at that. I, I, I really one of those in the belief of there's probably more people that have had already have it then don't 
yeah, see, and like knock on something, knock on wood. Uh, I, you know, I said to Jade this morning, I said, I, I think that by and large, most people have an immunity that's there. Either they've already had it. And she said, why do you think that? And I said, well, because it's just not widespread. Should, because again, that's what I say is they should, if we attest everybody, and if you knew you'd had it or have it, if you have it, quarantine. If you've never had it, stay at home. If you've had it, go to work, right? Yeah, and they you can't, just, you're not going to get it again. They could just tattoo a little number on your arm that says you've already had yeah, it. Yeah, and you and have then, to scan that every yeah. time you leave the gulag. Yeah. And you come out <laughs> of the barbed wire fence, you know, bling, and it's like Gattaca. You have to yeah. scan your DNA every time to make sure that you're of pure gen- um, genome. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my theories. Now they're testing 16,000 people a day in New York. Mm-hmm. Don't you think they can grab some of that DNA out of every one of those nasal swabs and, and create a <laughs> DNA database? I don't database? think there's DNA on the planet they don't already have. You said that to me yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, well... I just, that's, that's something we can discuss. Because I know everybody's like, oh my God, they're grabbing DNA, they're grabbing DNA, they're grabbing DNA. They oh, got so, your DNA. If you've ever given blood, gotten a blood test, they got your DNA. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Steve, we're, we're, so, we, they're probably building an army of clones of party fouls. Probably so. There's a whole bunch of, there's just a whole army of party foul clones. Dominate the, every bar in the United States. Just That's exactly yeah. right. They're building an area of commerce. I want to talk about this when we come back. Y'all stay tuned. Hey, going to make you aware of a couple of things in this segment, Uh, but I got a message or I got a comment on the thread about, you know, let's build a list for truckers. Uh, one guy said, I'm a trucker. This is sucked. People are selfish. Businesses are about the same. Can't even walk in their buildings and use the restroom. Not allowed to use vending machines either. Like we're the incarnate ones of COVID-19. Get there early. No parking allowed. Get a little late. Talking about deliveries. Get there a little early. No parking allowed. A little late. Too bad. Reschedule. Unless, of course, they're desperate for your product. There have been a few exceptions, but... Uh, you know, that's that just treated like dirt. Mostly. I hope that's not what's going on to the majority. I I tend to think it's probably not. There are always those who've had bad experiences, but we don't want you to have any of those experiences. Yeah. And this is new to everybody. I mean, as far as, uh, how to deal and how to handle those deliveries to make sure they have someone there at the store to begin with, to receive them. Yeah. And so I'm sure everybody's having to make adjustments, so it's not going to happen overnight. And, and I think at the end of the day, ultimately, this is something that concerns me. It, it, that's what I've been thinking about this morning. Even in the middle of this, you got to treat each other with respect. It's one thing for us to come on here and have fun and poke fun and do those kind of things. But we walk out the door and I pass somebody in the parking lot. I'm still, I, I've, I've encountered people like that and they won't even look at you. Like looking at you, like we're supposed to keep our heads down, and yeah. like you could tell if they wish they have a mental hazmat suit on, and they don't want anybody engaging them. Like, oh my god, don't even don't even make eye contact. The COVID nineteen could jump from my eyeball to his eyeball, and that's that's <laughs> come on, people, don't lose your sense of humanity because they're already building a whole arsenal of party foul zombies. 
<laughs> that are going to inhabit the earth. Like they just. <laughs> <laughs> We're just taking over. Y'all have seen the movie Idiocracy. If you haven't, then you need to watch it. I, Jade had never seen it. I showed it to her over the weekend. Idiocracy. Like that's, that's what they're building. They're going to start with the DNA of Party Foul Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going to build a whole a whole bunch of people who are out there, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> aliens. I got some pretty good DNA out there already. So yeah, it's you like, do, it's, you do. Uh, you that's the thing. You have produced some amazing progeny. And as far as I know, they're all mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, some amazing progeny. <clears throat> but I don't know, man. It's weird. One of the things that I've done. Um, people could complain, they could fuss about it or whatever. But I've created. If you go to the Chad Prather page on Facebook. Now, there's that's the one with the red background of my face, my face and the cowboy hat, of course, the red background. You have four pages. You have my personal page. That's me. If you look at the profile picture, that's me in the straight jacket. Uh, then you have Watch Chad Prather, which is where I post most of the videos. And, of course, you have Political Cowboy. If you go to just the Chad Prather page with that red profile picture, I've created a private group there. Uh, it's not for everybody, but it's called, and if you search on Facebook, Chad Prather Supporters, Chad Prather Supporters. What we're doing is we're starting a group there because I'm tired of the censorship. And I want to build a community of people that we can, we're going if to, you, if you're a part of that group, what we're going to do is we're going to have, um, I'll give you discounts on merchandise. We'll give you live feed videos every week. We'll post some stuff there that we're not going to post everywhere else. And you say, well, why wouldn't you post it everywhere else? Because we're already posting stuff everywhere else and people aren't seeing it. You see what I'm saying? People aren't seeing it. So I'm giving you a specific place where you can go and we're going to give you stuff. Uh, and we're going to do that. We're not going to stop posting our normal stuff on social media. We're going to do that. But I want to build a community of people that we can sit there and talk about. You, the Fact Pack is on here right now. Sandra, uh, Gerald, Tiffany. Yeah, uh, I have to give shout out to the Fact Pack because they follow me right on. After your show's over, they go over and watch mine. Brenda. So I, uh, I mean, all. I can sit there and name them all day long. I, and I, it runs through my head and I can see your little screen name that's on there. But the Fact Pack, man, we can count on that same about 400 people watching live every episode we put out there on YouTube. Uh, so we appreciate the support. We're out there. Those are the kind of people that I know are going to be there, and I want to make sure that we are communicating with those folks. So I encourage you, go join our private group. It's on there. I, I've never done anything like that. I've never wanted to do anything like that, and quite honestly, I don't want to be doing it right now. But I feel like right now is is a time where people got to stay. We got to stay networked. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Yep. Uh, we got We got to stay. We got to keep that human connection there and folks that are – but anyway – uh, you can get us on Pluto TV. If you're on Pluto TV, you can get us on YouTube. Come on. I mean, what other show is this comfortable, Candace? There's not another one. We have reached out to Joe Exotic. Uh, we plan on having Joe Exotic. If you haven't seen the Tiger King, we plan on having Joe Exotic on the show. We have reached out. We can't get to that one yet. We have reached out. We have some stuff we're going to share with you tomorrow night on the episode uh, for you uh, Tiger King fans, we have reached out to, to uh, Carol Baskin. We have gotten a response. We will share that with you on tomorrow night's episode. 
Uh, quite interesting stuff that's there. Those of you who are quarantined, who are stay at home, sheltering at home, sheltering in place, if you're watching Netflix, I have had people who have come at me and said, how dare you promote Netflix? They worship the devil. They're owned by the Obamas. They are the Antichrist. Yeah, well, I got to watch some programming somewhere. You're, you're really not. I mean, you are obsessed with this Tiger King. Yes. I mean, you wore a robe today. Yes. Where are the tigers at? Listen, if we do a Siegfried and Roy deal, you're the one getting drug off by the head. Okay. Too soon? Is it too soon, Candace? No, you got to get little tigers before they bite you. I think that's too soon. Those little tigers are loud, man. I think it's too soon, but I have a lot of sources for where we can get really nice sequined um, leopard print tops for all okay. of us to wear as sort of a, um, you know... Can we get tiger print shirts that say the Chad Prather show? They're already in the mail. Are they? And then get girls with sequins? Isn't there a certain age that women get and they all of a sudden they start wearing leopard and tiger print all the time? we don't need a lawsuit right now. Let me ask y'all a serious question. Like, do you find that attractive? Like, like animal print clothing? Like, I don't. Normally, I do not. There's ever now and then I'm like, hey... I just no, don't very, find tiger print or leopard print. Like, I get it, and I really don't care. But, like, people wear that like that's sexy, and I'm like, and some people, for them, that's a thing. Like, everything they got. Turquoise. People that wear a lot of turquoise, yeah, like rings I, I and like stuff. I'm not a big fan of I mean, that. Like, people can overdo the turquoise, but I, I kind of like the turquoise. I like that look. You can mix. But, like, the animal print, what, Candace? Maybe they're not wearing it for the attractiveness level. Maybe it's they're identifying as an animal, so we should respect that. Maybe, but I but I think by and large they're trying to be like that's their thing. Like you can't I see the post. You can't get enough tiger print. You can't get enough oh, it's a leopard print kind of day. Girl, you've been wearing leopard print underwear for fifteen years. Everybody frowned on it when the Dalmatian woman was trying to <laughs> wear a Dalmatian coat. Well, yeah, but that's a real they were making it out of a dog. Oh, because it's a dog. <laughs> Don't make a, a coat out of it, a dog. Yeah. I mean, look, I, Jade has some furs, right? I don't, you know, look, they got to die sometime. So Jade wasn't a fur fan. And I just kept buying them. I don't think we have any furs. We have leather, some leather jackets and stuff. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, if somebody, you know, Joe Exotic said, I'm broke as shit. But he's wearing those leather tassel jackets. And if you watch the show, he's got like 20 of them hanging on the hooks there. And somebody said, he ain't broke if he's wearing them jackets. <laughs> I'm broke as shit. <laughs> I love every time I say that, I can hear Candace over there giggling. <laughs> Everybody has their different level of broke brokenness. Yeah. Oh. Well, good Lord, man. They were spending $100,000 a month to feed those cats. That's not cheap. You ain't that broke. But I mean, I do love how kind of redneck they were. He'd be walking around with those little kittens and he'd be like, hey, this one's worth $5,000. This one's worth five. These are both $5,000. We're getting paid, boys. I'm like, you really are trash. Like, you really are trash. Uh, The fact that there's more tigers in captivity. uh, And who knows? I don't know. You truckers might be shipping tigers, man. Y'all might be shipping tigers. Uh... God bless you, truckers. Quit shipping the time. I knew someone that brought a. I knew someone that brought a like a, a some type of parrot, mm-hmm. like across from Mexico in their pocket. It was a baby. They had to feed it with a. You know, the thing about those birds is they live like 110 years. Yeah, like you buy one of them cockatoos, it's going to outlive you. 
Like, I was looking at snakes the other day. I went by PetSmart to get some dog food. And I was looking at those boa constrictors. They're selling those things for like $600. I'd cut its head off with a shovel for free. <laughs> I mean, they, and these things were active too. And I don't like snakes, right? But I'm like, good Lord, man. I was looking at it like their lifespan is over 20 years. Some of them like 20, 30 years. Can you imagine inheriting that from your... Uh-huh. You know, and they were like, it gets to like 72 inches long. And I'm like, I'm glad they put that in inches. Because if you put that and said six feet, like I'm buying a six foot snake. This this thing could live outlive me yeah. and be six feet long, which means I could sit there and feed it live mice for the rest of it of my life. And then it's going to get big enough to one day wrap around me and constrict and choke the life out of me. And now it's going to swallow me whole. I don't want that as a pet. Might be cheaper than a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> a slithering coffin, y'all. Yep. Oh, uh, see, that's the stuff. That's why you listen to the Chad Prather Show. It's news you can use and then lose. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful thing, Candice. Oh, man, the Tiger King. I, I don't know, man. That's that dude. I finished watching it yesterday. Did you? Yeah. And, uh, I got it all. Al Baskin, if you come over this fence right here, I'm going to shoot you between the eyes. Yeah, that's uh. I can't wait to share with you the uh our Carol Baskin's response to the Chad Prather show. I want you guys to get on that CB radio and say, "Who's got your ears on? Listen to the Chad Prather show. Come back, Bricker Bricker. That's what I want to hear. Hang tight. I want to tell you one more thing. Don't move." Oh, Candice, sit back down there at the helm. I want you to sit down. Look, look give me a give quit, me a wide shot of that again, Mark. your legs. Look at look how good that looks. This is how I sit around the house eating pizza. I want to know if like the producers of my six hundred pound life, when this quarantine's over, do they contact me, or how does that work? Do they? I think you have to want to be contacted. Okay. Well, Candice, what's the cheapest exotic animal I could buy right now? Like an ostrich. An ostrich? Yeah, for 55 bucks, which is, you know, parking change. Those things will kill you. Do you know how many I'm, people you could feed with one ostrich? Yeah, but you know how many people can die from one? They're, they're like, they have like a raptor talon. I, I know a guy in Alabama that got killed. They split him in half. I wasn't going to let him get that big. I'm talking just, just like the size of a turkey and then... Sliced him wide open. This uh. website that I'm on has like a bunch of exotic animals. So it went like white tiger, Bengal tiger, monkey, and then Tibetan mastiff, which how is just a dog. to you? With the mail. truckers. Mail. They mail them to you? You put them in a box, yes. punch some holes so in it. So can I get a a, a a chin-chin or whatever you call those little things, those little monkeys? Yeah. Monkeys will grab their poop and they will throw it at you. And you don't need a monkey anyway because that's more toilet paper. In, at the They'll tower wipe of, it in the curtains. What about them little, 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 little bitty monkeys that I are know. like the size of your thumb? Yeah. Tower of London used to be a zoo, and then they had to shut down because the monkeys started throwing bricks at people back in the day, and they would uh-huh. allow the monkeys to smoke cigars. So can I get like a cheetah? Yeah. How much is a cheetah? $2,500. $2,500 for a cheetah? Yeah. I can turn it loose in the neighborhood and never catch it. If you want, if that's what you wish, yeah. I mean, I never know. I've lost cats before. What about what about a, like a bear or something? Um, No bears, but there is a panda for $1,500. Or you could get a Bengal kitten, which is basically a Bengal tiger, obviously, for 1000 which I think is relatively cheap. 
And they just in ship this, it to you? Tumultuous you gotta have time. a license yeah. to... No, you don't. Uh, Not in Texas. Really? No. You don't have to have exotic... No. You no. should have to have something. The right? HOA the say nothing there's, about tigers. There's more tigers owned in Texas than live in what, India. Where was that? Somebody let all their tigers and bears and everything go? I don't know, man. Yeah, and they just went White rampant. This is the stuff I'm telling you, man. The Chad Prather Show is where you get it, folks. Look, we love y'all. God bless you. Go to where podcasts are offered. Uh, get uh, And leave us a five-star rating and a review. Get the single... He's still your president. I'm going to get it upside down. Myself and Ryan Weaver. And be paying attention because next week, guess what? Quarantine Life, me and CJ Ingolstadt, it comes out. It's an exciting song and you're going to love it. And we love y'all. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Tune in tomorrow night. Bye.